0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy Antoine TV, too, the host of Organized Mess. I am back with a brand new episode for y'all today. I hope y'all are having a good day and you know, just living life. I hope y'all had a good day at work, or if you're just vibing, chilling at home, hope y'all are having a good day just chilling and being just doing you. That's all you got to do. I got a juicy topic for like juicy, juicy topics yesterday, mostly. Mostly about WWE, you know how this works, you know how this goes, but I got a lot of other juicy topics before the main two topics today, boy. I am ready, I am pumped, I am energized. Just sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, grab the drinks, grab your snacks, and let's get right into this episode today. Alright, so, starting off today... My predictions for Clash at the Castle. So WWE is on its way to Europe tonight. Well, not tonight, but basically there's a there's a, there's a pay-per-view in Europe tonight, in the UK specifically, Clash at the Castle. And it's the first time WWE is going to be at Clash at the Castle, or just going to be in UK in a minute for like 30 years. And it's crazy, 30 years, bro. That's, that's a long time. But we got some... Very, very, very good matches, all right? Very good matches for not only for tomorrow, but for Sunday as well, too. So so I'm going to start off with the first match, the first match on, on the card right here. So I got... A tag team match: Edge and Rey Mysterio going against the Judgment Day. And honestly, I feel like Judgment Day will take the cake. They will win this match, honestly, because this this is this is like a long storm, like like a long like long term like storytelling type story. Because like Rey Mysterio had a problem with the Judgment Day ever since after WrestleMania, and it's been crazy. And I feel like this is the time we gotta see Dominic turn heel. Like, it has to happen. It has to happen in the UK. He has to turn heel. I know on Monday Night Raw, like, it would basically, Dominic wanted him and his father to go against the Judgment Day, but this time, like, Edge is back, and Edge has his revenge on sites on the Judgment Day, and tearing them from limb by limb, Damian Priest, and Finn Balor both, and also Rhea Ripley, but you know, gotta get a female on that one. But anywho, um, and yeah, Edge and Ray Mysterio has been friends for a very, very long time. And what better partner to face the Judgment Day is the own Rated R superstar. You feel me? And I know, I know, Dominic was mad because he couldn't, you know, be with his father in the ring fighting against Finn Balor and Damian Priest. But you got it. You gotta give Edge credit, man. Edge made this faction. He started this faction. He made Damian Priest more better. He made Rhea Ripley more better. It's only right for Edge to be in this tag team match with Rey Mysterio, the Luchador himself, Mr. 619 himself, Mr. Mr. Frog Splash himself. It's only right. Like right. I do love Dominic. I do love him, but it, he has to go at, like, tomorrow. Like, tomorrow at – or at Clash the Castle this this coming Saturday. He has to. He has to turn heel on his father. It's like – I know it's. you can see it every time you watch Raw. It's slowly coming. It's slowly coming inch by inch, like, that he's going to turn heel. We just don't know when. But, honestly, if that happens, oh, this will be a great story between Dominic and – and Rey Mysterio, Father versus Son. So that that will be a good sight to see. So the next one on the list, we got the Smackdown Women's Championship match, Liv Morgan versus Shayna Blazer for the title. And honestly, as as much I want Shayna to win this match, I feel like Liv retain. I know the last time Shayna did have a did have a championship, um well world championship in a way was NXT, the NXT Women's Championship. And that's when back, I think uh twenty twenty nineteen, before either twenty nineteen or early twenty twenty before the pandemic hit. So something around there, right? And I feel like Shayna needs to become women like a like a world champion, a women's world champion. But it's I don't think I don't think it's not yet. I don't think they're not gonna give it to her yet. I feel like the, like I feel like if like Ronda, if Ronda wins it, then of course it's gonna be Shayna versus Ronda. Two former MMA fighters going against each other for the title. That would be a that would be a dope feud and a dope match. Don't get me wrong, but honestly, I feel like they're gonna have to like play with Liv Morgan to for her to get better. Cause I mean, she's already good at the ring, but her mic skills kind of sucks. Like she's she's not really a heel like that. She's not really a good heel. Um, her, her, basically that stuff needs to, she needs to work on that more. Um, she cries and cares about people's opinions. When you're like a heel, you're not supposed to really care about people's opinions. You're supposed to just do it, show up, show up and show out and like uh, prove people wrong. Not not just cry and, you know, sob on live TV. And it's like, it's kind of making her, you know, SmackDown women's title run very, very weak to me. And all the and also the the audience that's watching at home as well too and in person, um, I don't know how she's going to win this match. To be honest with you, uh, it's just it's just like you got to wait and see type of deal because I don't really know about this one. Like, like would I see Shayna Baszler becoming uh, SmackDown Women's Champion? Yeah, I would love to see that, but is it her time yet for that? Um, probably not. They're just gonna have to fill out Liv Morgan a little bit longer and see what happens. Um, but, yeah, for for that one, I, I do pick Liv Morgan. So, next one, we got a six-man-woman tag team match. Sorry, six-woman tag team match. Um, we got Asuka, uh, Alexa Bliss, and the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair versus uh, Oyo Sky, Dakota Kai, and Bailey. So, who do I think will win this match, and honestly? I feel like it's going to be Sky... Kai and be to be honest, because in my opinion, like, I know, say, for example, if say, for example, if Sky and um, Kai won the women's tag team championships um, on Raw, like this past Monday, then, you know, they would have had to push her, you know, her rivalry with Bianca Belair very sooner than usual. So I'm guessing... With that, they're just trying to wait till you know Bailey gets the title, and then after that, Sky and Kai can get their you know women's tag team title. But that's probably not so probably Survivor Series or Extreme Rules or something like that. But honestly, um, I know they're 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 slowly leading up to you know a rivalry with Bailey and you know Bianca, obviously for the next pay per view, more likely Survivor Series. because this like we all know that Triple H does love long term storytelling. Doesn't matter with what wrestler, what feud, it's gonna be. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be nice. I do. I do like what I'm seeing with that match. Um, would it be? Would it be good for? I don't know for Bailey. No, sorry, for Bianca to defend the title at, you know. In the UK at Clash of the Castle, yeah, I would love that, but I feel like the only way that's gonna happen for her to defend her title against Bailey is for um is for have like a triple threat tag team match between Rodriguez, uh, uh, Aaliyah, Oscar, um, Bliss, and Sky and Kai for the uh, women's tag team titles. That's the only way it's gonna happen, honestly. Um, be honest, that would be like like two great matches, like Air and Bailey in a triple threat elimination tag team match, women's tag team match for the you know for the titles. But they're gonna hold off to a later date. Uh, some like I said, sometimes Survivor Series. But um, yeah, I'm I am looking forward to that match. I won't say out of everything I'm not really looking like, but that's one of the top three matches I am looking at. Um then we got my boy Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins and I know Riddle and Rollins were supposed to uh were supposed to battle out at um at SummerSlam this past pay-per-view but uh Rollins injured him very early before them before the uh the pay-per-view and injured him and basically bruised his uh arm you know worse than it already is and basically sent him back to the hospital. Um, and I'm looking for this match because this build up for this match was very, very, very well put together. Like ever since, like ever, like even before, like this is, this is ever since like, um, you know, Matt Riddle lost to like Roman reigns on SmackDown and going against him for the undisputed, you know, universal, t- uh, universal title. Um, that's when the arrival started and it was boiling hot ever since then. Like Riddle going on Riddle going on Raw. And then like Seth Rollins going on SmackDown, this, that, whatever. Then Rollins injuring Riddle, putting a stomp to the face on a steel step. Then call, then Riddle calling out Seth Rollins in the middle of the ring in Nashville, Tennessee at SummerSlam and beating the crap out of each other. And now like this past it like a this past interview on Monday Night Raw, where they just kept on cursing about each other. Just like basically Seth Rollins talking about his family it was like, "Oh, that's right, that's why your family left you because you a bitch." And I'm like, "Oh boy, this this is about to get very very heated when it rings when it comes to Cl- uh, Clash of the Castle." I feel like as soon as the bell rings, they're just gonna go out and just gonna start whooping each other's ass across the ring. Honestly, I feel like this should be a stipulation match because if, true, you could put this as either a last-man-standing match or anything-goes-type match or a street fight match. Any, Because I feel like this is going to be – It got to be like a no-DQ. It has to be a no-DQ. It it should be a no-DQ in my opinion because there's no way they're going to not have this match as a no-DQ match. If they do it, I'm like, I mean, it could be better, but just add a stipulation. But if I say, like, the winner of this match – Uh, my gut is going for Seth Rollins. Like, Seth Rollins hadn't had too much wins lately because his last big feud was Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes is out for, you know, six-plus months. So, and he lost all three matches with Cody Rhodes, against Cody Rhodes. So, I mean, right now I'm going for Rollins, but that could change coming Saturday, uh, Saturday, you know, during the day. And now the match, one of the matches I am actually looking forward to is the Intercontinental Championship match, for England Gunther versus the hometown boy, Sheamus. I am happy to see the Intercontinental Championship back on a pay-per-view match, like, like a pay-per-view itself. I am happy to see that. Um, it's It's been so long since the Intercontinental Championship has been on a pay-per-view card. Like, it's the last time we've probably seen this was class like class no no, not class, no what no class of champions. That's the last time we've seen that when every single title was was on um was that class of the cat uh, class of champions and this was you know, Thunderdome like right when Thunderdome started. this is when it all happened. that's like it was you know all all the championships, including the intercontinental championship. But overall, it's like I'm glad that you know WWE Triple H is bringing some prestige back into the Intercontinental Title. Um, like it's well deserved to be put to put this to put this championship on a pay per view, and I I love to see it. They need to do this a lot more often. Um, I know Triple H's gotta undo a lot of fuck ups with this Inter- Intercontinental title, um, but Gunther and Sheamus. This is going to be probably one of the most loved matches on the card. Honestly. Because it's two of UK's greats. Walter as a former NXT UK champion. And then you have the boy Sheamus, a former WWE and heavyweight champion. So... I mean, I would love to see either one get like you know either Gunther retaining or Sheamus getting the title. Either way, it's going to be a good match. Will I see the winner of this match? I mean, honestly, I would say Gunther because Gunther has hold has held a title. Sorry, has held a title for a long time before he hold a World Championship title for a long time. So I feel like this is no different to Gunther. So he's going to win. He's going to win and t- basically keep this title and show Seamus who is boss. So. Gunther, do me proud, my boy. Do me proud. And the last match, the main event, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. This match, this match should be golden. It should definitely be golden. Will I say this should be a DQ, like a you no know, disqualification match? Absolutely, this should be a no disqualification match. Oh god, this should be. Because I mean, come on now. Like I heard did I did hear some rumors that WWE was supposed to drop one of the titles and you know, so they won't have an intermittent, like, you know, champion and everything. Um, but honestly, if if Roman loses, that basically ends his two year reign. Well, I won't say two-year reign as double champion. It's more like his reign as just WWE champion, or just, or just a double champion in general, because he he he's basically 120 days as double champion. Well, 122 days as double champion as of right now. So, and obviously we know this that you know the Usos will get involved some way somehow. Um, either the ref will be knocked down or kicked out the, the ring or something along that lines. Do I say Drew McIntyre is still championship material? Of course, he's still championship material. It's Drew McIntyre for crying out loud! I mean, it sucks that his, you know, his his WWE championship ring was inside the Thunderdome, and on top was in was in sorry was in the Thunderdome, and on top of that, during like the Performance Center. But I feel like the man still has a potential. He still has a lot of a lot of energy left in him, and he should definitely become WWE champion again, if not a good double champion. Like, that would be a really good thing. And the what better way for him to be double champion is for Roman Reigns to drop the title to Drew McIntyre at Clash of the Castle. I would love to see that. But if I have to, like, pick which one um, to go off of, um, my gut is telling me Roman will still retain. And if he still retains, which he probably will, he will reach a thousand-day reign I'm telling you this right now. If Seth, sorry, if Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre and retain his titles on Saturday, he will reach a thousand-day reign. Honestly, and that will make him the fifth or sixth person to have the longest reign in WWE history. The next um, topic. Also, the same weekend, not the same day. The day after that, it is NXT Worlds Collide. And I haven't watched NXT Worlds Collide in, obviously, in a long time. I haven't watched NXT in a minute because NXT has been kind of lackluster recently. Um, Not recently, but just overall. But recently, they've been getting better. They honestly have been getting pretty better. And plus, Worlds Collide, so that means... Uh, yes, I have watched it. Any if you have watched NXT 2.0 this past Tuesday? They are unifying the NXT and NXT UK titles for them to be having a unification match for both titles. Actually, as in all titles, actually at this point, all titles. So, the first one that we got at Worlds Collide this Sunday the your boy, the NXT champion Braun Breaker versus the NXT UK champion Tyler Bate, and honestly, this is this is what needs to happen. Tyler Bate needs to win and unify them titles. Reason why I say that is because I'm I'm not I'm not mad I'm not. I'm not, you know, judging Braun Breaker becoming, you know, being, you know, NXT champion. I love him as NXT champion. I just feel like this is his time to be called up to the main roster, 100%. This is his time now to be called up to the main roster. Braun Breaker is kind of like your next Brock Lesnar, if you think about it. Attributes is there. He's just like young Brock Lesnar. All you do is just stick his finisher on Braun Breaker. And there you go. There you go. The two, like Brock Lesnar 2.0 braze Braun Breaker. Like I love Braun Breaker as a champion. I love him as NXT champion. He's a great NXT world champion. Um, but Tyler Bate, NXT UT be crazy. They be sending people to the gulag. Oh god, they be sending people to the gulag. So, in my opinion. I definitely feel like Tyler Bate definitely needs to pick up this win for for NXT UK, but also for NXT. Like I like I'm not hating Braun Breaker or anything. I'm not. I'm just saying he, he kind of needs to drop them titles and just move to the main roster. Like I feel like he is ready for the main roster. Oh God. I really feel like he is. Um, um, Like I said, I am not shaming Braun Breaker. I feel like he is a very good wrestler. He's a very great wrestler. He has a lot of potential and can basically do very well at anything that he's doing. But in my opinion, he has to drop them titles. So the next one on the list is the NXT. And NXT, NXT Women's and UK Women's Championship Unification match. You got Mandy Rose, Miko Satomaria. I'm, I'm butchering her name. I'm just going to say Miko and Blair Davenport for NXT and the NXT UK Championships. <sighs> I don't really know too much about Blair Davenport or Miko. I don't know because I don't really watch NXT UK at all. I probably will see a clip, like a highlight here or there because they do send people to the gulag and their matches be more gruesome sometimes more than NXT. But Mandy Rose, she is a very dominant NXT women's champion. Will will I say she can beat Miko from the way she wrestles in the UK? In my mind, probably not. Like She can go crazy in that ring. Oh, God, she can go crazy in that ring. Um, will I say that, you know, she'll probably be close to beating her? Maybe. Like, I'm not even worried about Blair Davenport at this point, because I really don't know how she wrestles all that much. But Mandy Rose, I know exactly. She's a really good, she's a really good athlete. She's a really good wrestler. But in, in longevity, can she help? Can she hold the title? Yes, she can. She can definitely hold the title. This is like an iffy match for me because I've seen Mandy Rose wrestle. I've seen Miko wrestle a little bit, but I have not seen Blair Davenport wrestle at all. So that's like a, you know, iffy match for me. If I have to say gut, I would like for Mandy Rose to, you know, become a unified champion, but um, I just got to see about that one. And now, my boy, the two. Showstoppers, Carmelo, Hayes, and Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship. Carmelo, Hayes, be crazy. I'm not going to hold you. Ricochet be crazy. They both got hops. They both got bunnies for their sizes, okay? They both got bunnies. They they can both do some crazy stuff in that ring. I've seen Ricochet in NXT. I I watch Carmelo, Hayes right now at NXT. They both crazy athletes. Whew. But honestly... I want my boy Carmelo Hayes to retain. I'm not gonna hold you. Like Ricochet had a very good run, has a very good run as NXT North American Champion, but Carmelo Hayes can do way a little bit better than Ricochet. I'm not gonna hold you, even though Ricochet is more memorable when it comes to matches because he has a lot of good memorable moments on the main roster, especially when it comes to pay per view matches. Um, but Carmelo Hayes be be tearing it up in NXT. I'm not gonna hold you. He be tearing it up in NXT 2.0. Um, he be going crazy as hell. Oh God. Um I still really don't know why his, you know, his best friend is there. Like, I feel like there's gotta be a point where he just turns on Carmelo Hayes, honestly, and they're gonna have to fight for the title. It has to happen. It will happen. Probably not now. Very soon, but probably not this coming at World Collide. Um honestly, I I wanna give it to Carmelo Hayes, but at the same time I'm leaning to more like towards Ricochet. I don't know. This is like kind of tearing me in half because Ricochet is very well when it comes to this with matches, and Carmelo Hayes is also very well. Um it's just like a 50-50. If it it's like a it's tearing me to shreds at this point. I love them both, but honestly, I'm gonna give it the Ricochet. All right, I'm I'm my guess is a Ricochet at this point. I would like to see him become a two-time uh, NXT North American Champion, but you know, like I said, I got I got to see what how to do. I got to see how this matches is on. God. Um, next one. Uh, we got the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, titles on the line. We got Chance versus uh, we got Chance and Carter versus Nikki ASH and Drop for the titles. Whew. So, I know Dewdrop is mad and whatever because you know, they're supposed to get a shot at the titles. Obviously, they got eliminated because Nikki's, you know, as usual, being kind of clumsy and not paying attention to what she's she's doing in her surroundings and stuff. Um I know I noticed that on uh Tuesday on NXT that she's slowly getting turned back into nikki cross like berries very Barry slowly but surely she's getting turned back into nikki cross um because she's no longer she don't she no longer has the cape anymore she has the jacket kind of like her old jacket in it um in um before this you know almost a superhero stupid gimmick just just turn it back into nikki cross man we we've been waiting like it was like the as a superhero was cool for about maybe like two, three weeks when she held when she held that raw women's championship, even though that raw women's championship run was very, very trash and very, very short at the same time. Um But oh God, just change her back completely to Nikki Cross at this point. This is this is all the people just want. Just change her back to Cross. It's it's just right to do to do that. Um But will I say drop and Nikki becoming NXT women's tag team champions? Maybe. Maybe I see that. I mean, the last time I've seen. Last time I've seen a dude drop hold a title was the. I think it was the NXT UK Women's Championship. So. And that was a long time ago. Very long time ago when her name was Piper Nixon. So. <laughs> uh, also. Uh, Wb, give her name back. Just give her name back. Honestly, I'm tired of hearing Dewdrop. Just give her her name back. Just Piper. Just give her Piper back. It doesn't have to be Piper Nixon. Just Piper. Like, like I could just take Piper. Um, but honestly, I'm I'm still gonna say that um, Chance and Carter will retain them titles because they just got them titles, and I don't want them to lose them. Oh God. And the last match on this card is. Um, Unifying the NXT and NXT UK Tag Team Championships, we got Gallus versus Pretty Deadly versus the Creed Brothers versus Biggs and Jensen. Um, I did watch the Creed Brothers; they are pretty good, and I did watch Pretty Deadly when they did hold when they did hold the uh NXT Tag Team and the NXT uh UK Tag Team titles. Um, they are pretty good. Um. They are pretty good wrestlers as well, too. Gallus, uh, not that much. And Briggs and Brooks, even though they are both from the U.S. And they're both holding uh, NXT UK Tag Team Championship titles. Um, it was a huge, major brawl when it came to NXT 2.0 to uh, this past Tuesday. It was a huge brawl. Like, everybody from the locker room had to break them up. I mean, and I mean everybody. And I mean Everybody had to break them up. It was a huge brawl between all four tag teams. But like I said, if I have to pick one, if I have to pick someone in this last match, uh, I'm, my gut is going Creed Brothers. Reason why? Because I know the Creed Brothers more than anything at this point. But, um, yeah, I'm going for pre- the Creed Brothers. And, yeah, do do, do I hope that they... You know, retain them, retain them tag titles, and also become UK tag team champion? Absolutely. But that's just my opinion, and that's just a theory for right now. So that's my list um, on Worlds Collide. Like I said, I'm just going for gut feelings right now, so I don't know what's going to happen at all. Um, So, like I said, this weekend for WWE it's going to be high hopes and high expectations at this point. Very high hopes and high expectations. I am happy for everything, and I'm happy for these both pay-per-views, because it's going to be back-to-back. Back-to-back pay-per-views, and I'm happy, and I'm going to be excited, and WWE, your time is now. So, randomly, this topic pissed me off so, so much, and I wanted to express my opinion with you guys, all right? So, what in your right mind makes you think it's okay to stop at Starbucks as you're rushing a pregnant woman to the hospital because her water broke and she's about to have her baby? You guys are probably confused on what I'm saying, right? So there's this article basically saying pregnant inmate gets $480,000 after her baby died due to the staff grabbing Starbucks on the way to hospital. To the hospital. Let me say this again. Pregnant Inmate gets four hundred eighty thousand dollars, almost half a million dollars after her baby died due to the due, due to the staff grabbing Starbucks on the way to the hospital. How dumb do you have to be to be like, like, I really need to rush this this pregnant woman to the hospital because she's about to have her baby. Like, I, need, I really need to go there. I really need to go to the hospital. Or I can go to Starbucks because I'm craving coffee right now, and I really need my Dental Cup because I haven't had that yet. And I can wait there, and I'm sure she'd be okay. I mean, her water broke, but I'm sure, I'm sure she'd be okay. I'm sure, I'm sure she'd be okay. And then I can wait in line for it and then go to the hospital. What in tarnation in your mind is okay with literally saying and literally thinking, I'm going to go to Starbucks before taking this pregnant woman to hospital to treat her baby. Oh, God. Like, what? why do people think like this? Why do people become stupidly dumb for thinking stuff like this? Like, it literally says here in the article, according to a New York Post, like, it was basically a former deputy. I'm not going to say the name. But the 34-year-old woman who is no longer in custody alleged alleged in a federal lawsuit that deputies delayed treatment for 2 hours after her water broke at the local jail in 2016 County supervisors on Tuesday approved the six-figure payment but she but but she must formally accept the settlement before it comes becomes final What in your right mind think it's okay to delay a pregnancy. Like let me let's just break this down for a second. What in the right mind do you think it's okay to to delay a pregnancy? A full blown baby is about to come out of this woman's stomach. Well, not even a stomach like, you know, her for JJ. And you think it's okay to delay a pregnancy? For two hours. Delay her for going to the hospital for two hours. Just to get a cup of venti black coffee? To get some mocha? To get a venti cup of mochi like a mocha Starbucks. I don't care how to pronounce it at this point. This is the dumbest thing I have heard. From a deputy before. And I bet this deputy got fired. Oh God. I bet this deputy got fired. Like what in your right mind. Makes it okay. For you to pick Starbucks. Over a pregnant woman. That is a woman about to have her child. To have a. Basically a miracle. Come out of her. And for to love that baby for the next rest, for the next 18 plus years. For the rest of her life. And you delayed a pregnancy. You delayed her going to the hospital. After her water broke, she's supposed to immediately go to the hospital. No, her water broke. You waited two hours. Then you went to the hospital. Then... You stopped at Starbucks because you needed your morning coffee or your daily dose of coffee, and then she died. The baby died in her stomach under your watch because you weren't careful and you weren't thinking at that moment because you thought it was going to be okay. Even cops have dumb decisions Not all cops are smart. This shows you that all cops are not smart. You could have just, you could have, okay, you could have just definitely just took her to the hospital, rushed her to the hospital, make sure she was okay, make sure she was going into labor, make sure like everything's okay, that, you know, she's stable and everything. And then when a doctor says you're good, you can either, A, You can leave and go get your Starbucks coffee. Or B, you can stay there, make sure she has her baby, make sure everything well, good and well, and then go get your Starbucks coffee. But nah, you thought in that important moment that Starbucks was more important than a pregnant woman having her baby. And on top of that, this woman that was an inmate at the time, not anymore is getting almost a half a million dollars because your dumbass made the dumbest decision of your life. When I say this world is based off of stupid decisions, it is based off of stupid decisions. This has pissed me off so much, so much that I just really had to rant about this. What... Makes you think in your right bloody mind that a coffee, that coffee is more important than a baby being born. Like, can you, 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 you understand what I'm saying, right? You understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Do you? I don't think you do. Because you basically got sued almost half a million dollars for your stupidity. Like, like in my mind, if this woman was married, like, say for example, if this woman was married, you know how terrible, how mad, how angry, how sad that husband-slash-boyfriend would be? That husband like you know how mad that dude would be? Because, one, the baby died in her stomach, in the car, at a Starbucks- under the cop's watch. Under the cop's watch. Not in the hospital. The cop's watch. And now you're facing a massive lawsuit because your dumbass decided to get some Starbucks over a a baby. An innocent baby's life. An innocent baby that was about to be born in a matter of a couple of hours maybe. Or a couple of minutes. Who knows at this point? People gotta do better. If you're hungry or thirsty... Just wait. Especially if it's cops. If you're just... just Think better. Do better. If you're gonna get Starbucks or anything... Wait till after she's good and says she's clear... And she doesn't need anything right now at all. Like... You could just wait till they said, oh, yeah, you're you're good. You don't need to, you know, wait around anymore. If you want to go home, you can. You can if you want to do everything else, you can. If you want to stay in the hospital, you can. Like, you could just be there, support the woman to having her child. But you wanted to get Starbucks instead because you never had your morning coffee yet. When I say people... this earth when i say humans are the kind of the dumbest people on this earth people are not wrong that just shows you an example of why people on this earth are pretty stupid and make dumb decisions and then and that and basically and then after that that's how you know people follow up because it's correct people make dumb decisions more dumber than they're supposed to do like you you had an innocent child die under your watch. Like, that should bother you some way, some form, or somehow. That should bother you. An innocent child dying under your watch. I don't... I don't get it. And on top of that, it says her lawyer claims she spent an extended period of time in jail after her miscarriage. So, not only did you, not only did the baby die, but you put her back in jail after she had her miscarriage. When I say some cops are dumb, some you're you're making a lot of cops be dumb. You are making a lot of cops think and act stupid. And this is and this is why I say people don't trust the cops. This is why people say they don't trust the popo. Because it's stuff like this. <sighs> people need to think better. People need to have better logic when it comes to stuff. Cause this right here, this ain't it. This is making the cops. Worse, this type of thing it is making cops look looking more bad than they already are. I don't know, man. This this article not only got me sad, but it also got me heated all at the same time. I'm about to yeah, I'm I'm leaving this topic before this blows up in my face before like I'm I'm pissed anymore. So the next one that I've seen, so this is like Pretty cool, but also pretty creepy at the same time. So, NASA has discovered an ocean world where one year lasts 11 days long. This planet is mostly, uh, is almost 100% ocean. Like a complete ocean, just straight water. And where one year lasts 11 days. You know how creepy that sounds? That basically means if any human, any wildlife, st- like, if we step foot on that planet, which we have no idea what this planet is, every, like, humans would die in a rapid of like that, like a snap of your finger. Because one age would be sped up like crazy. Next know you're a baby. And in the next, like, month, you're like, you know, you're four. In the next month, you're like four years old. (laughs) Next thing you know, you're starting kindergarten. Your kid's starting kindergarten. And a whole year from now, he's 22 years old. Like, you know how creepy that is? Like you die in a fast like in a faster rate than you do on Earth. you die more quickly on this weird planet than you do on Earth like every imagine I mean it'll be cool, it'll be cool, yes, because every eleven days it's your birthday, but you age rapidly fast. Like super rapidly fast. That is scary. Aging rapidly fast. That is a scary sight for everybody. Not just me. Not just you. Everybody. Like next thing you know. Like basically every day you're celebrating someone's birthday. Every day it's a birthday party. Like oh God. Every day you're turning up. Every day you're having fun. But every day you're getting closer and closer to death. Every 11 days, you're getting closer and closer to death. Like, like, one day you're five, next minute you're seven, next minute you're 12, next minute you're 15, next minute you are 22, and so on and so forth. And on God, I feel like if you reach 100, I swear, if you reach 100 years old, I feel like it will take you a good year to reach 100 years old. A good year, maybe a year and a half to reach a hundred years old. You know how scary that sounds? Like think about it for a second. You know how scary that sounds to be on a planet that only, you know, you basically change age every 11 days. That your birthday is only every 11 days. You know how scary that would be? Like you won't be able to think properly. Like there's like pros and cons to this. Like cons, you age rapidly, you die faster. Uh, I mean, there's barely anywhere to live on this planet because it's basically 100% water. Like, and then the pros, and then the pros of this this whole thing, this whole planet. One, like you. Like, one, you have you can celebrate a birthday, like, every single day. You can celebrate your own birthday every, like, 11 days. It's basically like a pool party 24-7. Also, I forgot one bad thing. You die a lot quicker. I don't know if I said that already, but you die a lot quicker. And that is scary to see. You dying in a drop of a hat. Like, that would... Definitely terrified the hell out of me. Like, if people say, oh, yeah, we like, hey, we, we, can, sing, we can sing to this planet. You can now live on this earth. You can, I'm sorry. You can now live on this planet. Mm-mm, I'm not living there. It's like, why not? It looks beautiful. Like, this caption says, you like one year last 11 days. By the time I leave, I leave the earth and come back, I am fifty-two years old, and everybody's every every friend that I know is still in their late twenties. How does that seem so remotely fair? Possible? On top of that, remotely like you know, a good thing? That is a bad thing. I want to I want to stay the way that I am now. I want age to come very slowly, not more quicker than it does than it already is. Like that is scary to me. That is honestly scary to me. Like every eleven days, it's your birthday, and every eleven days, one year is already passed just like that. That is scary. If that is not scary, I don't know what is after that. Like next, thing you know, you what are you gonna say? Like I have a whole, I have a whole planet that's basically straight ice like that is so 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 creepy just to look at it looks beautiful from space it looks beautiful f- through like a telescope it looks beautiful through a, like on a like a a space aircraft with cameras on it but it doesn't look cool if you're living on it that's like death in a, on a plate it's death in a silver platter no, 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 no. I would not live here. Even if you pay me $1 billion, I am not living there. I am never planning on living there. And America, if you if you do this just like Mars, I'm not going. I'm definitely not going. I'm staying my happy ass right here on Earth. No, 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 no. There is no way in hell you are paying me to be on that like 11-day, you're like, 11-day, you know, Earth Jr. at this point. No. Mm-mm. Fuck that. I'm good. I'm definitely good. All right, all right, guys. So, I've seen a, a video that surfaced on, like, Instagram. It was crazy. So, basically, apparently, a passenger was airdropping nudes that he got to somebody and this is on a plane and apparently when he airdropped when he was trying to airdrop the nudes to somebody it airdropped accidentally to the pilot of the plane and he basically said if you don't stop if you don't stop airdropping this stuff we are literally going to turn around back he's like like, I am 30 he said I am 30 minutes away from the other airport, I'm gonna turn around, land this, and everybody's gonna have a terrible vacation just because that person wanna airdrop some news. Bro, what? Like, what? what? <laughs> I just feel like the person who was airdropping news on a commercial airplane, it was stupid. You didn't have the dude's number or the girl's number or something like that. Like, oh, oh, my God. Like, you could have done anything else in that situation. You could have waited till the plane was done. Like, you can wait waited till the plane was done flying and land, and then you can, you can like, send him, like, send the dude, you know, the, the nudes. You could, like, you could have just asked for his number personally, then sent him the nudes through his number. But airdropping? Bro, you know when you airdrop stuff, it's going to send this to multiple phones at the same time. Like... You knew what was going to happen. Like, airdropping is a risk for somebody else seeing your stuff, and then you get in trouble by the wrong person. Next you know, say, for example, why if you airdrop some news to, like, someone's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to airdrop this dude, like, some news that I have with this girl. Next, you know, a cop got the news that you were supposed to airdrop to the other person. There you go. Time's up, my friend. I just feel like people just need to be more careful when it comes to like when it comes to stuff like this. Like it's this is like this is funny but also it's it's kind of ridiculous. Like nudes out of everything. You could have just waited. You could have just waited and just you know, just let You could have just got the person's number. That's all you could have done. Just got the person's number. Getting yeah, the personal number is easier than airdropping to a bunch of people that's apparently gonna have yo pictures now, especially the pilot, because everybody in this generation has iPhones. It Whether it if you like it or not, everybody in this generation has life iPhones. Doesn't matter the eleven, the ten, the eight, the seven, the twelve, and the thirteen. Anybody has an iPhone now. So there's not that much Androids in this generation like before. And on top of that, like, you could have just been smart and send the dude, like, your number. You could just gave him your number. Airdropping is the type of thing you can send it if it if it gets sent to the right person. Because you don't know if someone has, like, you don't know if somebody has an iPhone on them. And next you know, you send, you like, you airdrop The wrong stuff to the wrong person. Now you're going to look stupid. Like, I've, like, now, now for, like, say, for example, if this dude wasn't flying, I feel like his horny self would have probably been like, oh shit, I got some news. I know this is random, but shoot, I ain't going to really tell. But one, the pilot was doing his job, he was on the clock on top of that. And it was like, bro, if you don't stop, I'm gonna turn this, I'm gonna turn this plane right now and no one's gonna go nowhere. And then you can just you can clap it up for the dude that's literally airdropping nudes around basically to everybody at this point. Cause that's that's the dumbest thing you can do. Airdrop some stuff. All the airplane, all the, like, if it was like maybe like a jet airplane, like a jet, like like an airplane jet. And it was you, maybe like three other people. Then okay, you could have you, like you could have been cool, but it was around more than a hundred and some more people on this passenger airplane. So you know, one of them was bound to have it. Besides that one person, ah, uh, this is this is like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like this, even though it's kind of a little bit messed up, this still made my night. Like, it literally made my whole entire night and day. (laughs) Like, bro, it's just sitting here, flying the plane, minding his own business, making sure this dude probably don't fall asleep. And then next you know, all you hear is, ding! It's like, oh, shit, I got a text from somebody. Opens it up, and he's like, oh, my God, bro. So what happened, dude? Bro, look at this. He's like... Oh my god, bro. Those are news, bro. Those are news. Like he's like I know I'm doing my job, but come on, bro. Like this he's probably saying like, yo, if I wasn't married and if <laughs> and if I was just do and if I was just not doing my job for, like, a millisecond to see what, like, this person be like, yo, shoot, she fine, she, that that booty is, is fat, fat, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. It'll be something along the lines of that, but honestly, just just be like, usually when you're in a public place and you're about to airdrop some stuff, just don't airdrop, just just do it, just ask for the person's number, then send, like, then send them a picture or whatever you're trying to say because there's like if you're gonna air drop to the person, just make sure they're in like the same radius as in as in maybe like next to you, so you can like, you know, be careful and not get caught by the wrong person. I don't know. People just <laughs> this is why I say people need to learn to think and just stop, you know, just thinking like they can live some life without any consequences because that's not how life works. That's not how life works, my buddy. My good bucko, buckaroo. That's not how life works, bucko. Ooh. <laughs> that is one of the funniest things I have ever, ever heard of in my life. That, in my mind, gets to stay innovation just for that alone. Cause that is hella funny. So the last thing on For like today's episode, so Chris Rock, my man Chris Rock (laughs) got basically, my boy Chris Rock declines to host 2023 Oscars because of last year's incident. And I and I and honestly, if I was Chris Walker, I would have turned that down too. Because like for obvious reasons, I would. Because one, the dude probably still has flashbacks. He was like 2020. He's like 2023 Oscars. He's like, and he probably reminisces the slap every single time. He's like, Man, like, hey, Will Will Smith coming up to me, he do, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to embrace, he doesn't want to like feel that slap again, like that, that one good to the to the face. Come on now. He doesn't want to feel that. Like, bro, like as soon as Will Smith slapped him at this past year's Oscars, this man whole the rest of his life flashed before his eyes. Like, basically his his retirement plan, when he was going to retire, when he was going to die, all that flashed before his eyes after that one slap by by uh Will Smith. And honestly, I would look. The reason why he declined it because one, he didn't want to fight him. look because one, he was in a he was in front of a bunch of people, a bunch of people. He had to keep his cool. If it was me, on the other hand, I wouldn't let personally. I wouldn't let that slide. I'd have been like, "Hey, Will, can you come up here for a get?" He's like, "He come up here, he's like, get." And then he comes up here, and I would have, I would have good. I would either step them back one time or I would have knocked him out on stage in front of his wife. And I'm like... And I, after that, I'd be like, I'll be right back. I would have took a plunger on live television and popped that on that bitch head. <laughs> and I'm like... I said, well, i was like, well, this is the only thing that Will has to hold when he's fucking you. And I would have said that. And I swear the whole... Crowd would have just been like, ooh, ah, and then dying laughing. And I'm like, my bad if you have no hair. Sorry, not sorry. And I would have just kept on doing my shit because after that, it would have been a fight between me, Jada, and Will. And after that, one of them would probably end up with a black eye and it probably wouldn't be pretty. Oh, God. So good job for him to decline that offer because. If the dude went for it, I swear this man would have probably pissed off not only other people. Well, I want to say he wouldn't pissed off other people, but he would have basically like been a whole. He would have been angry the whole entire time, the whole entire time while he's literally thinking about Will Smith slapping him last year. That he also said that the state of Nevada would not sanction a fight between me and Will Smith. Basically, they like Brock is saying if we if Will Smith came to the 2023 Oscars next year, we would have fought. Is basically what we we're saying. He would have fought him man to man on the stage, and you would have to get security team off of both of them so they won't Kurt like kill each other and murder each other on stage. This man would probably like probably I am sorry like he was like basically crying, to I'm sorry. I would have been like say you're sorry, you peasant. You slapped me. We were friends. We were boys. We were brothers, and you slapped me. And like I said, personally, I wouldn't really let that slide. I would have ruined after his whole family and then roasted him for everything he got. That'll be me. How? about what other people said they will do to uh, Will Smith if Will Smith slapped them? It is out like a light, like a light, like a light, like a light, like a light. Yeah, slapped in that night. It would have been out like a light, like, like knocked out cold, like KO. That is over. <laughs> they would have had a whole referee out here just to be judging this fight. Oh God. All right. Whole announce teams, announcers, a uh, big huge crowd, which is basically the whole Oscar audience behind me. And that's that and that's your crowd. Definitely. And that's your boxing crowd. Like, let's get ready to rumble. That's exactly what happened. This would have turned into a regular boxing match <laughs> real quick. Floyd Mayweather up in this piece. I'm look, like I said, I am glad that he has turned down this offer. So I know this man is probably still pissed from that slap. I would still be, too. Oh, God. I would still be pissed. They literally said, like, they literally said Rock also, like, they said Rock also said during the show at Arizona Financial Theater in downtown Phoenix that he had been offered a chance to do the Super Bowl commercial, but he refused that as well, too. Yeah, if... if, (laughs) Because I don't think he's cool enough to go back... I won't say cool enough, but he's not really ready to do, like, any commercials or anything. Because of how he still feels about the situation from last year's Oscars. For this past year's Oscars. (laughs) If I was him, I probably would reject it, too. Because, one, he's, like, he's still processing everything. One, he's still processing that slap with his best friend for a long time. And, like... I mean, yeah, he's still saying because he did talk about it when he did like on his stand-up like comedy shows, and basically explain the situation, but in a funnier way. But I just feel like I just feel like just Chris Rock is just not ready to go back. Like I won't say I won't say go back out there, but he's not really ready to do anything like TV wise. If you feel me, I mean, he could go on his stand-up tour and just be fine and. Be cool about it and everything, but if he talks about like actually being in front of a camera, in front of your face, in front of your own face, like I don't think he's ready for all that yet. I feel like he's just taking like time out and just chilling and just slowly, slowly getting up to where he needs to be again, and just figure out just a way to control his cool if ever he's in Will Smith presence again. Because, like I said, if he's in Will Smith's presence again, it's going to be all-out brawl <laughs> between Will and Chris. Like I said, personally, I wouldn't really let that slide. I wouldn't really let me, let him hit me like that. But, boy, if you do, like I said, you going to be out like a light, like Travis Scott says, out like a light. And I will slap you that same very night. Okay. Okay. <sighs> but that's what I got for today's episode, y'all. Thank you for everybody that's tuning in with me, chilling, vibing with me <laughs> on some crazy laughs and stuff. And just vibing and just hearing what I say. Some of them I gotta rant about because some of them just don't feel right with them, right with me and others and other things I just you know, just gotta chill and just talk about my own opinion about. But um, I love each and everybody that tunes in every week and listens to me, and uh, subscribes to, to the YouTube channel, watches, or just tunes in and listens to me, and you know likes what I say and you know what I be posting and stuff. So thank you for everybody that does that on my YouTube channel, and also just listens to all my podcasts, no matter if it's Anchor, Spotify, or. You know, SoundCloud because I post on SoundCloud now. So, yeah, thank you for each and everyone to, and you know, believing in me, and I'm gonna still put out these bangers day and night, no matter what's happening. So, this is your boy, Antoine TV2, the host of Organized Mesh. And everybody, be breezy, y'all.